0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. Thank you for tuning in today. I want to talk today and tomorrow about being a spiritual champion. You know, you hear a lot about champions in sports and stuff, and of course, we haven't heard a lot about sports recently with all the COVID going on, but I remember, of course, you remember hearing stories of my life of, of many times talking about champions, talking about coaching, talk, talking about some fun things. There's nothing better than winning a championship. I loved it this year. I was able to go watch the Borough boys win the state championship for the second year in a row. We we're excited for the team because we have three boys uh, in our church that is on that team. Uh, Quincy and and Austin and, and Zach and, and just had a great time watching them play and and boy I tell you what they were truly champions they deserved it and it was awesome to see them win but a spiritual champion is someone who handles life who handles a situation's life and handles God in a way that that is pleasing to him so what is a champion we're going to find out in just a moment we're going to pray first our heavenly father thank you for this day thank you for all the champions that are listening out there today thank you for their lives for their commitment god bless them and lead them i pray in jesus name amen Well, first, a champion is dedicated. You do not become a champion unless you're dedicated to the cause. You have to work harder than everybody else. You have to have things together. You have to have teamwork. You have to be about the same cause. And that's the same thing it is with the spiritual champion you need teamwork you need to be about the same cause the same cause is the lord jesus christ believing that he is your savior and your god believing that he died for your sins and he rose again that is what a spiritual champion is all about champions are important in life we need cha- many people follow champions even in the business field there's there's champions that have that have started companies that have started uh, businesses that have been successful—they've championed the business. That's probably why you might be in a business that you're in, because somebody stepped up to the plate. When I think of champions, I think of uh, every year at the legislature, I have—I share quotes before I pray, and several of the quotes I've prayed over the years has been by Helen Keller. Some of you remember Helen Keller, and uh, Helen, of course, was a, a blind and deaf. A person who at a really young age, I think it I, I don't have it right in front of me, but I think around one year old or less, uh, she became blind and deaf and she is blind and deaf her whole life. She couldn't hardly operate until Ann Sullivan came to her life, and Ann Sullivan became her cheerleader, became her help helper that helped her to get to the championship of life. And the great thing about Ann Sullivan, she she helped not only did she help her but Helen later on gave her life to Jesus Christ and became an advocate for the Lord. You know, you can't beat something like that. And she, we—I had a picture when I was doing this in church, showing picture of the young Helen Keller and then old Helen Keller. She lived to be eighty-eight years old. And you know what a what a woman she was, what a champion she was. And I'm telling you what, uh, if we could be if we could be champions of life, if we could make great decisions, you know. We'd go miles, but sometimes we get caught up with the rhetoric of everything that's all around us, and we just want to be like everybody else, and we want to fit in. And so then we struggle, and, and, we, and we try to make it through life, and we struggle so much. You know, Helen, these are some of Helen Keller quotes I wanted to share with you today. She said, alone we can do so little. Together we can do so much. Boy, isn't that like a church? Isn't it like the body of Christ? So little, so we can do little, but when we're together, we can do a whole bunch. She says, life is either a daring adventure or nothing. You know, the best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with the heart. Where is your heart today? Where is your heart today? Are you full of optimism? She talked about optimism. Optimism is a faith that leads to achievement. Nothing can be done without hope and confidence. Do you have co- hope and confidence in the Lord? Then she says this, the only thing worse than being blind is having sight, but no vision. Do you have vision in your life? Folks, what do we need to do to be a spiritual champion? Well we're going to find out today in chapter eight of Luke versus excuse me of Mark. Chapter eight of Mark verses thirty-four through thirty eight. The Word of God says this. And calling the crowd to him, this is Jesus, with his disciples, he said to them, If anyone would come after me, I Let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel will save it. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? For what can a man give in return for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed of when he comes into glory of his father, with the holy angels. You know, we don't want God to be ashamed of us. We don't want Jesus to be ashamed of us. Following Jesus means denying oneself, denying oneself. Do you deny yourself? Do you deny all those things that you've put so important in your life and say, I'm going to follow Jesus? Because when we follow Jesus, it goes beyond the deny. Yes, you're denying yourself, you're following him, but you know, the Bible says in Matthew 6, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and everything else will be added as well. Seek first his kingdom. He wants us to be a happy people. He wants us to be a glorious people. He wants us to have those things that we enjoy in life, but he wants us to be dedicated. If we're going to be a real spiritual champion, we've got to be dedicated to the cause. Following Jesus means denying. And then he tells us to fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. We get our eyes focused on everything else around us, all the busyness of the day, all the fun activities, all the things that are going to earn us a lot of money or whatever it might be. And we take our eyes off what matters, and that is Jesus Christ. Too many people are ashamed to claim Jesus. They're ashamed to tell people they're a Christian. They don't share their faith openly and outwardly. They don't stand up for the things of God. They want a blend in. Folks, that's what we see all the time in this world. We see a mixture of people just blending their lives and trying to do the best they can by just getting along with everybody instead of sharing and talking and preaching Jesus Christ. Make decisions that have spiritual value. Have spiritual value. What do we need to do then? We need To submit to God. Yes, we need to submit our lives to God. Start putting God first in the priority column. Not last, not whenever it's convenient. Well, Pastor, I'm going to go to church if it's convenient for me this Sunday. I'm going to open my Bible if it's convenient. I'm going to pray to God if it's convenient. Folks, it is trying. It is important for us to submit ourselves to God, and we find this In the third chapter of Proverbs, Solomon's great words, he says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. Trust the Lord with all your heart, with every part of your being. You trust him. You believe he's going to take care of you. You believe he's going to walk with you. And do not lean on your own understanding, because your understanding is of the world. Your understanding is what you've learned here on earth and what you're being taught. But then he says this, In all my way, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. You know, being a champion is being a leader, being a leader. I love leaders. I love people that stand up uh, for things that are right. You know, there's a lot of leaders out there. and I've read uh, just a bunch of uh, John Maxwell's books on leadership and he had so many of them. In fact, when I shared at church, I shared some, I shared some quotes by John Maxwell because they're just so powerful. And uh, what he's done is he's helped transform people into leaders through the power of God. You know, he says this. He said, a leader is one who knows the way and goes the way and shows the way. I like that. A leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. In fact, he is an example. He is an example. And that's what God wants you to be. That's what God wants me to be. He wants us to be an example so that others will see what leadership's all about. Others would see what Jesus Christ is all about. Others would turn their lives to him and say, we're going to follow our God. We're going to follow the Lord, our God, and our lives are going to be different because of it. I believe that is a spiritual champion. We have the opportunity to lead by example. What are you showing people? What are people seeing you? Is your life something that represents Jesus Christ, or would they have to look twice? Well, I don't know if they're a Christian or not. How would you like to that? hear that in a corner of a room and they're, they're talking about you and they say, well, I don't know if they're a Christian or not. Folks, they should know that you're a Christian. There shouldn't be any example because you're any, there shouldn't be, excuse me, shouldn't be any question because you are an example because you're living Jesus. A spiritual champion takes action takes action, doesn't sit on the sidelines. I'm going to serve the Lord, my God. I'm going to walk with him. Remember what James chapter 2 verse 20 through 22 says. Do not do you not want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? You see that faith was active along with his works, and faith was completed by his works. In other words, actions speak louder than words. Actions show what we're about. They show the faith that we have. You know, what kind of faith are you showing in your life? He goes on. I'm going to try to find it here. There it is. Chapter 4, verse 7 and 8 in James. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double Minded, yes, he wants us to draw near to him, to be that. And in in fact, uh, Maxwell says leaders must be close enough to relate to others, but far enough ahead to motivate them. We need to be people who show people what God is all about. You know, the great he says this too. The greatest mistake we make is living in constant fear that we will that we will make make a mistake that we'll make a mistake. Folks, let's trust in God today. Let's be a spiritual champion. Let's allow the Spirit of God to move us to new heights. He wants to change your life. He wants you to believe in Him. He wants to, you to fix your eyes on Jesus and not to deny Him, but to pick up your cross and follow Him. If you do that, I'm telling you something, great things are ahead of you. Lord bless you. Have a great day. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast,